0: You're at The Coaching Inn, 3D Coaching's virtual pub, where we enjoy conversations with people who are engaged in the world of coaching.
1: Welcome to this week's edition of The Coaching Inn. I'm Claire Pedrick, and today I'm in conversation with Coach Sandia, who made contact on LinkedIn because she's been learning about not knowing, and I went "Come to the Coaching
0: in podcast. We need to talk about it. Sandhya, welcome. Thank you, Claire. It's so good to be here on this podcast. And uh, um, yes, I think the way I connected with you was um, when I read your post on LinkedIn. And somehow that appealed to me instantly. And I reached out to you um, because it was something that I was really grappling with. So uh, it's just uh, it's just so nice to be here with you on this podcast. And uh, thank you for having me. Well you're very welcome. So where in the world are you? Well I'm in India uh, in a place called Pune mm-hmm. which is about um, about 3 hours from Mumbai if you've heard of Mumbai. Okay. Cool. So yeah and uh, Pune is a very uh, is a place that's very high on culture. Uh it's called the uh, education hub of the west and um uh, uh, I've been here for the last 18 odd years. Yeah, since my son was born. Um, But otherwise, I've been in Mumbai. So been pretty much in the western side of India.
1: Okay, so tell us about your coaching journey, Sandhya.
0: Yeah, so I've been a coach for the last six odd years and um, coaching actually happened to me. I think uh, I'm an HR professional by uh, I've been an HR professional for the last 26 odd years. And, uh, I, I guess there was a point of time where I, I felt that, um, I needed something more. Enough of people's strategies and, uh, policies and business partnering and all of that. Um, also a lot of the people that I worked with, uh, especially, um, the seniors, you know, the directors, my mentors, they, they kind of nudged me and pushed me to take up coaching in a more structured way, uh, because they they probably felt that i had uh, i had the ability to hold space for an individual in a conversation ah yeah so um and i i could see that that um, even in my role as an hr advisor there were times that i could just go on and people would talk to me they would open up uh, and then someone suggested hey why don't you think of becoming a coach and um, this was pre covid um, and I really didn't know what coaching was all about, you know. Mm. Uh, I mean, I'd heard of coaches, of course, being in the uh, HR industry, but um, uh, it so happened that I looked up a couple of organizations who uh, kind of did coach training, and uh, I I went on to become a PCC directly. Uh, I got my credential done about three years ago, and uh, so I'm a Level Two ICF certified coach, uh, which mm. is the PCC and on my way towards mastery so
1: that's Happiness. an interesting
0: thing <laughs> yeah so tell us about your journey towards mastery oh well uh uh it's been a a churn in the very least because um till the pcc or till the level 2 i guess it was more about uh, you know um how are you kind of holding space and uh, did you have clear agreements are you looking at the context or the who, and then suddenly, whoa! It goes to a different level where there's a lot of inner work. You know, mm. um, it's and I, and I think if I were to summarize it, it it was really about being comfortable with with just going with the flow, with with not knowing what the next piece of the conversation would lead to. And uh, Claire, to be honest, it was a huge struggle for me because. I come from a very structured background. I'm used to being in the black and white and knowing everything because I've been a consultant. Uh, Suddenly to switch from that to um, being in the space of saying, hey, you know what, let's see what happens. Let's see what unravels and let's go with the flow was a struggle for me. Um, I, I think the first three months of my journey into the professional mastery training was is very difficult. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were times when I reached out to my mentor and said, you know, uh, I don't know whether this is for me ah. <laughs> because I don't seem to be doing very well with, with how I'm feeling. And uh, she just told me to just take it one day at a time. And uh, the more I uh, watched videos of, you know, master coaches doing sessions and I read about, um uh, uh, books you know and and i think i think one of the books that really really um sort of uh, made me settle down was this book called presence i'm sure you you, you know about the books the so presence was one um mastery was one then there was a shift in being by leon um i think they they kind of helped me to sort of be okay with with not knowing <laughs> and being comfortable with the unknown you know say uh, it was a huge shift for me, but, and I've not gotten there, but I guess it's a journey. And uh, I'm taking it one day at a time, Claire. Yeah. And sometimes we can't do it. Yeah. Oh, I've I've had my days of complete frustration, you know, and I, uh, so I remember my mentor saying that don't give me a PCC call. What else? Go beyond, you know, give me more see what more you can you have within you that you want to explore mm. and, and the beauty of it is Claire that I realized that it was it was about really really who I am and who who, who was I being in that conversation um which was beautiful nevertheless but uh <laughs> but a tough one yeah the inner journey
1: and I think we we started talking didn't we when I put something out about the book yeah um so You've done a lot of thinking and processing and being about not knowing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> way to put it. Claire. That's a very nice way to put it. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's such a contradiction of sorts. But yeah. <laughs> so what are you learning? Yeah, I'm, I'm learning to go more with my heart rather than my head. I am a head person. I, I I need to know logic. I need to be, um, I need to have data, you know, for me to process my world. Um, but I'm learning that it's okay to not really have data. It's okay mm-hmm. to not. So I remember in my earlier days of PCC, I would I would sit for a coaching call with 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 all the competencies and all the markers. And I would be so consumed about ticking each of each of them that I wouldn't be present in what was happening in the call. Now that I think is a huge shift from where I was to who I am today. Is the fact that I don't need to go whether, whether I've or I don't need to think whether I've done three point two or whether I've done four point two, whatever <laughs> you know. Yeah. I'm just present in the moment. I don't know what the client might say. And I'm okay with it. Mostly, one of the times. <laughs> this morning,
1: I had an improv lesson with an uh, improv teacher one to one. And uh, improv is such a great way to learn about presence in coaching because you have to just go with it. Yeah. And she asked me to do this exercise with her. And all I could think of were the rules. So she told me what the rules were. And the whole time I'm going, I've got to give her the name of the last thing I looked at. I've got to do this. Then I've got to do this. And I've got to do it at a certain pace. And she's then going to say this. And then I've got to do that. It was exhausting. Yeah. And we had to work quite hard to get over the 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 sticking to the rules thing and into the free flow of what improv is about which is about the free flow of what coaching is about isn't it
0: absolutely absolutely correct and I think even when you reached out to me saying um, uh, you know let's let's have a chat um, I think a part of me wanted to know what the conversation would be about and I really like the way you said you know don't worry I don't need you to prepare and that was like, oh, my God, that's such an alien feeling for me to not prepare. But uh, believe you me, I've come to this conversation today without prep and saying, OK, let's see what unravels and let's see <laughs> where the conversation goes. So, yeah. So how does that feel?
1: Your first podcast and unprepared? Well,
0: I have I'm nervous. I am uh, really thinking, OK, so uh what might Claire ask? What do I need to prepare? But I think as I'm easing into the flow with you, um, uh, you know, the way that your kind of your tone and all of that is just making me... And well, I, I think the, the topic supports itself. It supports the way I'm feeling. So be okay with the unknown. So I, I'm just going, I'm just imbibing the whole topic. And um, it's not easy, but I think, yeah, well... <laughs>
1: And we go where we go, don't we? Because we're doing this together. Absolutely. So I'm not going to suddenly consult my encyclopedia of awful questions to ask people <laughs> on a podcast because I don't have that. Yeah. Because each thing builds out of the last.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: And that's what happens in coaching.
0: It does. Um, I think my experience has also been clear that if you're present to what the or what the client is saying, feeling showing up in expressions, there's just so much more you can do by not knowing yes and and from there on, the journey of exploration gets gets just way deeper uh, so i've I've had clients and off late where um uh, you know I just in fact, the client asks me so what do you have to say to this i said i don't know i've seen just articulating or verbalizing vocalizing the sentence i don't know just puts my breathing down it makes me more relaxed ah because because then i'm being authentic to who i am i really don't know your space or i don't know your world um I'm here to explore with you. So let's see where this goes. <laughs> yes. So there's a confidence in saying
1: I don't know that I'm hearing in the way you describe that.
0: Yes. Yes, Claire. Confidence, authenticity, and um uh, I think for me it's more about just being authentic and being true to to uh on- Is supposed to know, or coach is supposed to know, or I'm here to give the answers. It's about dropping that uh, that whole identity piece. And I think magic happens then. Yeah.
1: When we stop thinking it's about us adding value and the performance and that we're going to be judged by those things. Yes. Yes.
0: And it's not been easy for me, Claire, uh, mind you, because it's been years of conditioning to be a certain way and uh, uh, i i can't just leave all of that overnight and say hey you know what it's a brand new day <laughs> let me let me be this evolved uh, sandhya who's you know no definitely not but uh, what's helped me is just being part of the community of of coaches and really um learning from uh, from 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 my peers from my mentors um looking at conversations and observing people and just being uh, okay to, you know, imbibe uh, what, what works for me at that point of time. Again, there's no pressure on me to be a certain way. So I did,
1: I did my best coaching session a couple of weeks ago and I came out of it thinking you did good there. Wow. And I think the reason that I could say that was that I didn't do very much at all. (laughs) I was very present. And at the beginning, the person said, there's two really massive things. And I think they're tangled up. And I've thought about them a lot. Mm. And I said, tangled up. And then I said, do you need to tell me what they are? And they said, no. Wow. Because they thought about them a lot. So the thing was the tangled up bit, not yeah. the this thing and the that thing. And actually so often that happens, but we get caught up, don't we, in the in the information about what's going yes. on. Yes. And then we get lost in it, they get lost in it, and yeah. then we're all lost in it. <laughs> and then actually they come out of the session
0: and they're no clearer than they were when they came in. Yeah. yeah yeah this this has happened it still happens when you get too involved in the content and I've seen the beauty when you when you just take the content away and you you're just there with the person and you're just exploring the who
1: yes exactly
0: I mean I can imagine how it would have been for you because um if I were to look back uh on my experience as a coach there are really very very few conversations that I really think I can say. You know, wow, that's a good one there. Yeah. So, um, yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. One of the things I said in simplifying coaching is that when we think we're adding value by adding value, we're not adding value.
0: <laughs> wow,
1: that's 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 a beautiful thing to say, Claire. <laughs> But there was a a coach, um, a Ukrainian coach on LinkedIn the other day called Alex Martinov, and he said that he was he was in a conversation. So I'm sharing it because he shared it on LinkedIn, but he was in conversation with people. and He was talking about listening and not needing to understand. And somebody said to him, well, why would you if you don't need to understand, why would you listen? Yeah. And that's such an interesting question, isn't it? Because we get so caught up in the fact that I need to listen so I understand that if I understand then I can help you.
0: It is, it is. Yes, yes. And uh I think also Claire, uh in my sphere of work, which is a lot of work with the corporates, um, it is a slightly different slightly different ball game. I'm not saying uh it's vastly different, but uh, in a in a corporate Um, coaching engagement it tends to be a little bit more structured yeah and I I guess it's it's just the whole experience of being in the corporates and really not there's very little scope to really explore the who unless you've got eight ten sessions lined up you know if it's just a five or four uh session engagement then that that becomes a bit of a crunch but what I'm observing is that even with leaders, even with c x o s and directors and executives uh they don't really want to know the content right they they need they they or they want or they desire to go deeper ah. because they've they know what's to be done the content is pretty clear it's about who are they being and who who they really want to be and when I've started working on that, when I've started exploring, or like you said, not saying much, silence, pauses. Mm-hmm. That's, I think those have been some of my best conversations. <laughs> interesting. and so
1: interesting that you're describing that in the kind of executive coaching corporate space yeah. where yeah. there's a lot of narrative that says, oh, but that's where they want advice.
0: Yeah. How can you cut through all the how can you cut through that negative to really go and find um, what's the real issue there? Or who, who do you really want to be or who are you being? Mm. And then magic happens because then you say, oh, well, uh, uh, you know, there's this, there's, there's a bit of a value misalignment problem or I don't think I'm enjoying this, this space or this role or this organization. Uh, so I think, so what comes up even in a coaching? I, I, I don't know. I, I In fact, of late, uh, when this whole thing about being okay with with not knowing or exploring the unknown um, is just becoming very interesting because I don't know. And it's, it's every day or every conversation is a new learning for me as well. So there's a lot of magic in not knowing, I think. That's
1: such a great statement. There's a lot of magic in lot knowing. Yeah. yeah. So you
0: embarked on writing about this, didn't you? I did. Um, as As part of my uh, mentoring journey, uh, we were kind of uh, encouraged to write a white paper and present it to, to my cohort. So, um, in fact, I, I started the, the whole presentation by saying, I'm okay with not knowing what's going to flow in this conversation are you and for me even saying that was was so difficult or it was it was so uh, not difficult it was different because I'm used to having my my slide notes and my handy notes and looking at all of that (laughs) and and I just went with the flow and um, so I spoke to a lot of people I surveyed a lot of people a lot of coaches on how 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 do they work with this with this unknown what do they do and uh, what happens to them when they deal with it uh, the answers were pretty much what i feel too um and and they actually felt that um, uh, it, it takes them a little while or it takes them to get into the coaching journey a little more before they can they can get comfortable with this whole unknown piece because there's so much pressure on Having all the competencies sticked and your uh, you know your the whole credentialing process is very very uh, different from the real coaching world um but the but but I got some beautiful answers into into what really uh, happens to a coach uh-huh. uh when they have to deal with the unknown um, yeah so yes are you willing to share some? Sure, absolutely, absolutely. So let me just pull that out for you. Just give me a minute, Claire. Um, so this 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 whole, I think I spoke to about twenty five odd people, and um, it was it was a mix of uh, multiple choice and uh, subjective questions. Um, and and what really uh, came up was so questions like um, uh, how how do you define the grays in coaching? You know, is it a light gray, medium gray, dark gray? What is it for you? Most people said, well, it is It is a, It is a. medium gray. Um, mm. In fact, there were some responses which said that not knowing impacts one's self-worth. Um, the responses seem to say that not knowing, the fear is that I don't have control if I don't know. Uh, then there was another question I say, uh, which I asked. um, So um, how often do you encounter situations when, you know, when the path forward is really unclear? It's a bit ambiguous. How do you navigate that? Uh, uh, There were very few responses that I got, which spoke to me, which said that, oh, it's okay. It's, it's a piece of cake. I know what to do. And I'm kind of quite comfortable. Most of them, need some bit of structure. Yeah. Um, and I think it comes from the fact that there is a performance pressure, Claire, at, mm-hmm. even when you are in a coaching engagement, I think at some level, there is a seeking of validation that, you know, okay, you're a good coach mm-hmm. or the fact that that conversation was effective, you know, so, um, uh, so that, those were some of the responses and, um uh i think one of the things that also came up in the survey was the one of the top reasons or one of the top enablers for really helping the coach to be okay with the, with the unknown is is that whole piece of building trust and rapport with the client yeah if that piece is done well and if those if you kind of min uh, or if you contract well with the client saying look i may not know some things uh, um, and I will be very authentic in saying that I don't know. Let's let's explore. Uh, those are the times when people came back to me and said that uh, they've had some beautiful conversations, and for both the coach and the client. Um, uh, so those were some of the suggestions that that. So let's say by being honest and telling the client I don't know. Let's explore together. But having those contracting agreements in place. Uh, prior and even during the engagement, that look we might come across areas where we may get stuck. Uh, what, how best do you think we could navigate them? So, just having that conversation. Uh, so, that was some of the things that came out from the survey. Okay. Interesting. As you're talking,
1: I'm I'm noticing in myself that a lot of the stuff around presence has come out of the of America, yeah, and Europe and you're in a very different context yes <laughs> yes
0: can you say more about that um it is very different i think in the asian context specifically in india there is a lot of cultural uh, nuance that 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 is you know kind of uh there when you coach one the whole coaching um industry uh is is just getting the level of maturity that maybe the US European uh, industries are. We are still getting there. So organizations, individuals still look at coaching as um, I mean, they, they they see a huge impact. There's a lot of work being done on enabling uh, organizations and individuals, but culturally, uh, I think we're we're. Still, I mean, if I could talk about myself and some of my peers, uh, there is a great, um, I would say that not knowing or not, not knowing what what will happen is not a comforting sign for most people. Mm. Uh, I don't know whether it has a cultural nuance, which is very different to where I come from, which is India. Um I think it's also to do with the fact that coaching as an intervention uh, is is getting a lot of prominence and attention uh, in India, but it's still not as matured as maybe, you know, uh, the US or the yeah. Europe. So it's okay for a coach to not know the answers. Where, whereas in India, possibly, um, even in some organizations or in some corporates, uh, there is this expectation that the coach will tell me or knows how to what I'm supposed to do, because otherwise, why am I paying them? Yes, yes. <laughs> but that's changing a fair bit because I was I was part of uh, uh, a very interesting uh, conference, which is the Coaching Culture Conference, which was done by uh, this company called You Accelerate, and I'm part of them. Um, it was so encouraging to see the organizations that are really building that culture across. Um, you know, there is leadership that's really walking the talk about coaching. Um, there is there are forums where taboos and myths about coaching are addressed. People oh, wow. are made to feel comfortable. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot of good work, and it's not just the big organizations. Even the you know, small and medium organizations are really, really understanding the value that uh, coaching have, and I think that is one way of 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 a support to the coaches also to navigate that whole unknown piece better wow it's interesting isn't it when you start
1: seeing it moving across the system yes, yes. and not just coaches going it's a really good thing to not know <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah
0: for me so i i think uh, uh, and i i also coach a lot for the creative uh industry so i work with a couple of advertising agencies uh, and then there is it so when you're when you're uh, when you coach uh, the more creative agencies um they they do understand the fact mm-hmm. that you know it's more fluid it's more uh, go with the flow um if you look at the it uh, the software companies that's a different ball game altogether because there is a lot of structure ingrained in them professionally mm-hmm. so even when they come to uh, a coaching conversation Uh, they're very structured. Okay, this is my goal. This is what I want to do, blah, blah, blah. Uh, This is what I will do as an action plan. Um, So I think as a coach, what I've done is also really adapting my styles differently uh, to to the client that I'm with a bit. I mean, I I wouldn't say that I completely adapt, but there is a bit of a different way of handling maybe a creative Person than someone who' is a very technical uh, expert or a technical you know consultant yeah. yeah
1: so what's your hope for your coaching over the next few years?
0: What's my hope? Did you ask yes yeah <laughs> okay yeah i I think I want to be in a state where I'm really enjoying the whole process of coaching there's mm-hmm. no real i mean there's no pressure i'm not really worried about the outcome um i want to be one in that moment and when i say that i don't say that just as a cliche uh i really mean uh, really being present to who i show up as in that conversation mm-hmm. i'm not even getting to the to the to the client but how am i showing up and um what do I need to do to let go of the different identities that I have or the different hats that I wear? Um, so my my hope is in the next two, three years, I definitely would would want to be a master coach, uh, God willing, and my uh uh assignments uh being completed and I'm you know doing all of that. Um every day I, I, I really want to do one thing better than what I've done, okay. The previous day, yeah. Um, that could be, in fact, what I've done. Claire is, I've, I've stopped making notes during a call. Hooray! <laughs> Can you believe that? So, so for me, that was like, oh my god, I don't need to take notes because I'm there, you know. Um, and that has shifted. It was a huge shift for me. Um, so even at times when I need to make notes, I just maybe. Note a word or something that they're saying otherwise I would I would have notes and I would have pages and pages and my mind would be more interested in writing notes so uh, I would like to be a version of myself that's that's flowing I think when I think of myself the word that comes to me is flowing Mm. because when you
1: flow and when you're being human
0: then they (laughs) can
1: flow and they can be human
0: Absolutely clear.
1: My big revelation last week is funny, isn't it? How we only get insights slowly, slowly. My big insight <laughs> last week was why would somebody want to be in partnership with me if I can't be human?
0: Oh, wow, oh, that's so powerful.
1: And then I looked and I thought, <laughs> well, number one, that's an insight. How amazing is that? And then I'm going,
0: why didn't you think of that before? Yeah, I, I mean, as you're saying this, I'm just thinking to err is human, to yeah. not know is human. Yeah.
1: And the more human we are, yeah, the more human we enable the people that we are with to be. And that's yeah. what's so
0: beautiful, I think. Oh, yeah. Wow. That is really something. I'm going to mull over that. I think that's that really calls for, yeah. So well, if people want,
1: well, thank you. You started the conversation by making contact on LinkedIn. Um, if people want to make contact with you, how do they do that?
0: All right. So uh, I'm there on LinkedIn as Sandhya Bhatt. and uh, I have uh, my Instagram handle, which is People Solutions dot Consulting. Um, my email ID is Sandhya at peoplesolutions.consulting. Um, yeah, and there on all of these uh, forums. And i would be happy to connect with, with people.
1: Great. And I'll put those, everyone, in the show notes. Um, Shock. Sandhya, thank you so much for coming. Um, and you've been human and not knowing on your first podcast. So that's a great joy. <laughs>
0: Thank you so much. And I, I feel I feel that I've just flown with and you held that space for me. I think you were human. You are human and you 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 were just so humane throughout this call. So thank you for well, thank for holding you. that space for me and allowing me to flow. Claire. And thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, so you've
1: been listening to The Coaching Inn. I'm Claire Pedrick and I've been talking to Sandhya about. Bye bye, everyone.
0: If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, we'd love you to share the podcast with a friend or leave a comment on social media. And if you'd like to become a regular at The Coaching Inn, you can subscribe on Podbean and all major podcast channels. We look forward to welcoming you next time. You've been listening to The Coaching Inn, 3D Coaching's virtual pub. For more information, check out 3dcoaching.com.